0: Ball Control. Welcome back to another edition of Ball Control. What's up, city of Conroe? You are listening to us on 104.5 and 106.1. A lot of people call those the sister stations, and you are streaming this worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. I am, as always, Corey DLG for, mm-hmm. uh, of NerdThug Radio, and this is our new show ball control and with me as always is the little brother nico what was that i don't know i was trying to speak
1: and it didn't just didn't happen
0: no it did not that is uh (laughs) (laughs) that is unfortunate
1: starting strong boy. so
0: tell me about that stroke you just had Uh, because
1: my doctor says to look out for those (laughs) (laughs) yeah every doctor should yeah
0: look out for the strokes they're gonna get you um. Yeah, so that was terrifying, but moving on, what was that? I don't know. Um. Real quick recap of everything that happened last week in sports. Uh, just kidding. We're mostly talking about the NFL right now because it's the most important thing.
1: <laughs> American football. That's right. Well, it's got American
0: look, in it. means it's more important than everything else. Baseball's wrapping up. We're about to get into the playoffs. We'll cover a lot of baseball in the playoffs. Um, but That's where it gets exciting. Right. Baseball plays 162 games. Right, yeah. And they're not done yet, so... When That's they get their stuff settled, we'll, we'll come back to them.
1: So many games. So many games.
0: You know you play a weird sport when you can play two games in one day.
1: Oh, gross. Right.
0: They call them doubleheaders, and every team does it a couple times a year.
1: That's awful.
0: Also, if it rains too much, they'll just, oh, we'll just doublehead somewhere else next time we're back over here. Because we play 162 games. Right, yeah. You have the ability to do that. That's right. silly. It's dumb. Uh, the Cubs actually last week. They had to go, and I'm blanking on who they had to play, but they had to play a second game that they missed due to rain. And the Cubs are basically out of it right now. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to go play it; doesn't matter to them. So literally, right, yeah, the yeah, players yeah. were like, "Yeah, this is kind of a joke, whatever." Um, and then one of the guys, I don't, I might have gotten this wrong because I didn't really follow the story because I don't really care about the Cubs because I'm a Houstonian. Right? What up, Astros? um world champions right um but i've never been a cu- like the cubs like it used to be cute to like the cubs but now they spend a lot of money to be real bad so <laughs> that's it's always not cool. a, that's always a good sign it's not cool now it was always lovable when they were just like those guys trying real hard with nothing but like they yeah. have like 150. 150- did they win the
1: world series no
0: they d- they want it i think within the last 10 years i know that for sure i want to yeah, say about last, 6 years ago yeah, they won it
1: something like that and then they but, won it like since, that's like, the it. 40s or something? Like yeah,
0: that. it was a long time. It was a long, long time because the Cubs were just losers. Right. They were the lovable losers. <sighs> Which, by the way, that's a real lazy way of saying, we don't need you to do well. Um.
1: Oh, look, it's, it's cute. He's trying.
0: That's right. So, let's recap everyone's betting woes from last weekend here. Uh, the Bengals did beat the Ravens. It wasn't as close as I thought it was going to be, 34-23. to The Texans lost. Oh, sad. You were all so excited. To see, oh like, man, I really they should win this game. Now it was a Wrong. close game, like I said, twenty to seventeen. I told you those rivalry games are close. But I really, we should have won. And the most disappointing thing was for Deshaun Watson to have the ball in his hand with fourteen seconds left, just to throw it thirty yards downfield, and then the game ends because he they didn't manage the clock right at all. Hmm. Um, this is a team on the rise. Deshaun Watson literally didn't play any preseason. He blew out his knee last year. This is all part of his like return this schedule. Is, this is the comeback. This is the comeback. Um, they're playing the Giants this week. The Giants haven't looked good yet, so I'm kind of excited about that. <laughs> um, Maybe we can get one. <laughs> uh, not only do I think we should get it, I think we should. I, I think we should score a lot of points. That's um, always a good thing. I sign. think the dam should break finally. It's Deshaun always, Watson just, always, he just needs a, to see
1: an uphill battle and then once you get it you just get exactly a he
0: just needs to see touchdowns and scores and start to feel winning cures a lot of problems that's gonna be the theme of the day show winning cures a lot of problems okay yeah um speaking of being a loser the Bills in the middle of their just stomping at the hands of the Chargers last week Vontae Davis their starting cornerback for the game retired oh got him dude literally he came out of the field before the half told the coaches he was done sat down on a bench in the locker room he told the coaches he's retiring Left. <laughs> Allegedly took an Uber home. What a what a power move. Didn't like didn't wait around. Didn't like He saw their draft picks and he's like, Yeah, next game I'm done. <laughs> well, he signed with him this offseason and he was a healthy scratch from week one. But in week one they had some injuries at corners, so they were like, Hey, we're moving people around, you're definitely playing next week and he was like, Okay, cool. Practiced all week, came in. I think first of all, the Bills are bad. They're not good. And I yeah. think I think he sat on the bench last week and watched them suck miserably then he got on the field this week and thought okay well maybe if I'm out there things will be different things weren't any different and they were losing they were losing bad and I think he I think he just was like yeah stupid what like am I bashing my brains in just to be on the new Cleveland Browns like I don't want to do this
1: (laughs) so he retired he he retired he just Effective immediately, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Someone pack my stuff. I'm out. The <laughs> see, Browns See you boys later. The Browns up again in a game and didn't win.
1: Oh, nice.
0: This time they lost to the Saints, twenty one eighteen. <laughs> but they were up again. Like I think it was I think it was eighteen twelve. Something like that. Something weird.
1: And that's a that's a relatively close number. It must have been
0: eighteen fourteen. And then they just gave it up again. They gotta figure out how to win games there in Cleveland or they're gonna stay Cleveland, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: Only in Cleveland. Uh,
0: the Jets lost, but it's kind of weird. You like Sam? D- I like Sam Darnold as a rookie quarterback. I think he's the best of the rookies, and he's he played great Week One, and then Week Two, died. Eh, caught the Dolphins. That's not good. The Chiefs are still lighting it up, but they're letting other guys score. If you're looking for a lot of points, you might want to play that Chiefs defense. Um, they scored 42, but they let 37 get on the scoreboard against them. Oof. Yeah. Um. Most importantly here. Uh, most importantly to me I think most interesting the Jaguars beat the Patriots oh nice and took it away from them late it was 31-20 and it was close and the Patriots were going down the field turnover Jaguars offense scores game over
1: <laughs>
0: okay like it was it was close and then then it wasn't <laughs> like they walked away they said no you know what we're gonna do we're gonna take this game away that's impressive because the Jaguars have always been that like quote step away and they, they took that step. They boys. took that step. They took that step. And I think they're going to, it's going to be a problem for the Texans now to catch them because now they're confident. And they won without Leonard Fournette, who is a workhorse. Mm. He's their guy. Um, and Blake Bortles is not, he's not somebody that you mark as a good quarterback. And like if you're ranking quarterbacks, probably 20 through 30, he goes somewhere in there. So he's not even,
1: he's not even that good, but he, he still, they took that one away. They,
0: he beat them. Uh, the Cowboys did beat the giants, but they look like garbage still. They just don't look good. Mm. Uh, the Bears, the Bears beat the Seahawks, but the Bears' offense is essentially a coma in the making. It's it's rough. It's not good,
1: but they still won. They
0: still won. Mitchell Trubisky was the number two overall draft pick last year, and it's it's been a painful evolution for him. He hasn't really looked not look good. Not really. It's been rough. That it's happen- been that happens a lot though. It well, not, look, there's going to be growing pains for a quarterback, and it's a learning thing. Year two. You want to see some things that make you go, yeah, okay, yeah. all right, okay, I'm feeling good. So this is that year for him. So I don't want to like rush it. It's week two, right? But so week, far, week one and week two haven't not been impressive. They haven't. They have. They're not the things he's putting on the fridge. Like he's not. Yeah. He's not pinning those up. Going, look at me, ma. Those aren't good. They're <laughs> not good. <laughs> this is a yeah. When, when someone tells you something like that, yeah, eh, eh. so could have done better. Should have done better. So, last week, first week of the show, we established that the best wide receiver in the NFL is Antonio Brown. Yes. He decided to thank me by uh, not showing up for work Monday. Good for him. Pittsburgh Steelers are
1: 0-2. Good for them.
0: Uh, he allegedly had his agent contact the Steelers and tell them he wasn't coming in uh, for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't, know, I don't know how that goes.
1: He's just done with the team. He's like, I'm finished. Yeah, he's
0: like, you know what, guys? Like, you guys all suck, and I'm Antonio Brown, and Le'Veon Bell's not here, and I yeah, have to Le'Veon keep Bell. showing up to work. Right? I'm not happy about it, man. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this because I feel like Mike Tomlin, he's the head coach. It's his job to keep these dudes in line. Now it's the front office job to build him a team. It's his job to run the team. The season's on. The games are happening. This is where it's his job. Like
1: this is his his team is falling apart on His right
0: team on. is falling apart around him, and part of it he can't necessarily control. Like he can't make them give Le'Veon Bell whatever they want. But I guarantee you, if he went into the front office and said, "I need Le'Veon Bell," they would make they would try a little bit harder to make something happen. So, I think this is on him. You got to put it on Mike Tomlin. You got to put it on the head coach of an organization
1: to kind of. Yeah, it, it's up to your leaders to lead your team. Exactly. There's yeah. there's leaders amongst your team, and those people that lead them. Look at see see. Look at that. Uh, and and one of those is your your head coach. Right. Your he's head your head coach needs to lead. Kind of the point.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got to be a leader, a man amongst the men.
1: Right. And um, he's got to be the ones that be like, look, you can't just walk away from this. Right.
0: And Antonio Brown is a hard guy to control. It's a hard he's a hard, but he he wants the ball every play. And right now, Juju Smith-Schuster is having a great season already. He had a great end of his last year. I picked up Juju Smith-Schuster in all of my leagues because I'm in love with his big play ability, and, and so's Big Ben. Like, Big Ben throws to him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think last week he finished with nine catches. Good for him. Um, but Antonio Brown's not getting the looks because Antonio Brown's covered. And so he's coming to the sidelines upset. He's walking away not happy. Now he's going home mad. Now he's like, not coming in on Monday. Those guys can do it without me. Don't want to watch the film because I know I'm open. And that's not really the right attitude to have there, and they've got to they've got to get this they got to nip this in the bud, yeah. Because I feel like it's something that's growing. Uh, the media's kind of been split on this. I've been seeing a lot of people saying both ways. Not a big deal. It is a big deal. To me, it's a big deal. It's a big deal because first of all, this is the Steelers. They're a solid organization. They're well run. They're well maintained. They don't have these issues. The Steelers don't have personnel problems. So to come into the season with Le'Veon Bell again for the second year in a row being an issue, that already kind of blows my mind a little bit. Right. Then you flip it, and Antonio Brown is now a problem, too.
1: Yeah, now you have two key key players on your team.
0: One not even in camp, not, not even on the team, and then the other one who is there, he's mad, too, now. And I think that's a problem. I don't think you can. You can't just.
1: You can't run an organization
0: like that. No, and you can't ignore it either. You got to do something now. Right, yeah. You have got to figure it out.
1: You can't just be like, "All right, we don't even need you anyways," because that's just gonna fuel all kinds of fires that are gonna happen on later. <laughs> right, and if you
0: want to – I mean, if that's the way you want to go, then you got to get. You got to trade him like right now. Right. Like if you if you feel like you can't get Antonio Brown under control, then you got to make a move. Right, but what are you going to get back for him, and is your team going to be okay with you trading who most people say is the best receiver in the game?
1: Right, yeah. those He's are the kind
0: of problems you, you can't you Why can't are you double? right, and that's where a head coach has to step in and be like, you're coming into work, you're coming in to work hard every day like everyone
1: else. We've got a goal. Just because you're good doesn't give you an excuse to not come in.
0: Right, I got to treat everybody the same. Um, and and I think that that's the failing of Mike Tomlin. I think this is on him and uh we'll see when we come back we'll uh we'll get to something else i don't know it'll be a surprise to all of us this is Corey dlg with nico dlg on ball control ball control ball control Welcome back to Ball Control, featuring Corey DLG and, as always, Nico DLG. Yep. Um, I want to thank RNA Sports. They are our sponsors for this show and give them a shout out. They are at 3501 North Frazier. And uh, right now, with their advertising, Rudy T is going to be there December 8th.
1: Ooh, exciting.
0: Start marketing calendars. This is the show to talk about it. Rudy Tomjanovich will be doing an autograph signing live in store at 2 p.m. Saturday, December 8th. It's coming up. Get in, get in the attic. Dig out the old Rockets gear. Get those uh, get yeah. those Clutch City pogs that you have stashed <laughs> clutch away somewhere. City Bust them out. Get them out there. Get them signed. Get them signed by the old get Rudy to someone T. For Christmas. The most important quote in sports history is from Rudy T. What does it give it to me? Never underestimate the heart of a champion. Beautiful.
1: That was Championship that, One. That is that, that applies to like everybody. It
0: does. That's why it's such a beautiful, like...
1: Like, that applies to any sport. To you can put it anywhere you want. Right, yeah.
0: Never underestimate the heart of a champion. Genius. So, Rudy is going to be at RNA Sports December 8th, uh, 3501 North Fraser up there in Conroe. Come hang out with us. Uh, Kate Upton Sweater, still for sale. Check their Facebook. Get you one before they gone. Only place that has them. That's true. They are exclusively there in Houston. All right. So, this is an interesting story. You know I love the NBA. Yep. I love the NBA. Uh, and you know that uh, I'm an independent political person, mm-hmm. and that I don't have an issue with the Me Too stuff and the 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 kind of the progressive female movement that's happening, where they're you know they're stepping up and reasking for the rights that they should have had this whole time, and kind of getting reevaluated the situations. The Mavericks had themselves a really ugly culture, um, and it's kind of all coming to light this week. Well, there was an investigation; it came to light about three months ago, and there was an investigation into it. And Mark Cuban wasn't directly involved. Ever since they won the championship, he's been a little hands-off. He won his championship. He was kind of happy. He trusted the structure he had built in the company.
1: And he just kind of stepped back a little bit. A little bit.
0: A little bit. He stepped back some. What he didn't realize was there were some people within the organization that were no longer acting appropriately. Um, Now, there were some of these things he was involved in because he was the owner. So, like, there were some meetings he was involved in. There was a guy who had porn on his computer. Okay. That's uh. That's not work appropriate. No. That's work inappropriate. Even in the NBA. <laughs> even, uh, in the, even in the NBA. Even in the NBA. No porn on the work computer. Can't have
1: pornography on my, on my work now, device.
0: Now, if the guy in the porn is someone you're scouting for the NBA, maybe. Is,
1: maybe. That, is that the rule? I don't know. I, I hope I, it is.
0: I like. I guess that might be the caveat. Like, you better sell that hard though. You'd be like, guys, guys, this guy is six eight and jumps high. Watch. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so you got maybe, maybe I don't know, but you definitely gotta have a better reason than just. Meh. So they told this guy, "Look, you do this again, we're gonna fire you." Well, other stuff came up with the same guy, and they never fired him. Apparently, it got to the point where there was a used prophylactic sitting out, Ooh. and no one did anything about it. Ugh. Not a good sign. Gross. Not a good sign. Gross. So it was kind of overall a culture of uh, inappropriateness. There were a couple guys who the women of the company knew not to be alone with because of the behaviors and the actions of these people. Um, there's tons of stories if you want to get like into the, the lurid details. It's just not good. None of it's, right, yeah. none none of it's flattering. None of it's good. None of it's flattering. None of it's appropriate. It's all real, real bad. And it makes the Mavericks look bad, and it makes Mark Cuban look real, 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 real bad. Right. Um He's
1: so cute on the shark tank.
0: Yeah, I love him. He's a shark. He's a real sharky guy. Um, and so there's an issue there that even an absentee leader is still the leader. He's still a right, shark. Yeah.
1: He's still there. Still there. Um, he's not as hands-on as he once was. No, no. Maybe for the best. Mm.
0: So <laughs> to kind of clear his end of it, To now one thing he has done, he's gone on a tour uh, where he's admitted guilt and responsibility and said, listen, it's my company, it's my team, and it's my fault, like 100%. Right. Not moving away from it. I wasn't there. The investigation's complete. They established I wasn't there and didn't know what was going on. And, However, but And, he still and that is Mark. my fault. Right, It's his fault that he didn't know. And that I'm very proud of Mark Cuban for saying. That's something a lot of people in this day and age don't do. Is they don't get in front of it and go, look. It's mine. I should have known. They're always like, okay, but what about and how about. And the, uh,
1: this uh, isn't connected to me because right. I wasn't involved. And all of the what
0: abouts and how abouts and the buttas, all of those guys can shut up.
1: Mark Cuban was like, just
0: I've, shut up.
1: Investigation concludes that it wasn't directly my fault, but it's my fault because I left it here. And it's mine. Right.
0: If I, if it's my, if I own something and it does something bad, my fault. it's my fault. There's, no, there's nothing else to it. There's nothing else to that. There's no, looking in it. there's no looking somewhere else. There's no blaming someone else. There's no saying something else. It's my fault. He has willingly donated $10 million to various women's organizations and causes to try and kind of... A little bit of damage control. To, yeah, damage control to balance it out. Right. And then I'm sure they're paying people off. I'm sure there's some people getting some checks today. I'm sure those things are going to the bank and cashing good. The money. But the thing that I'm proud about is that Mark Cuban handled this issue, I think, th- the exact way you want a leader to handle it. You want someone who's going to come in. And I'm not a Dallas Mavericks guy. Right, yeah. I like how Mark Cuban handles his team. But I wish, I wish that he was the owner of a, a team I liked. <laughs> but he's not. Um, not and too bad. Your team sucks. Yeah, well, and they lose a lot. Like, the title they won, the only reason they beat uh, the Miami Heat that year, it was the first year LeBron, Dwyane Wade, and Chris Bosh were together. It's because the roster wasn't finished. They didn't have a big guy at all. They didn't have a single center on their roster. They had no centers on that team. So Dallas Mavericks had Tyson Chandler, who's not a great center, but he's better than nobody. <laughs> but he's a center. He's <laughs> a center. He's better than nobody. And so... Greater they, than zero. <laughs> right. So they dumped it inside nonstop. And then Tyson Chandler is just bigger than everyone on the Heat. And so he just, he, he, he bossed some guys around. Well, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James got theirs, and Chris Bosh did a decent job. But the rest of the team... They can't. They the other nine guys wearing uniforms <laughs> contributed next to nothing because of the, the lack of a presence inside. So Miami st- or some Dallas steals one, and good for Mark Cuban. Puts it on the mantle. It counts championships, rings, and all that. So Dirk Nowitzki can go to the Hall of Fame and say, "I got one." He looks like the the chef from Sesame Street.
1: Oh yeah, Swedish chef. Very racist against the Swedes.
0: That's all right. The Swedes don't know to complain because that's what they sound like. They're like, "No, I understood every word you said. Right. It was perfect Swedish. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. He wants you to order a croissant.
1: Duh. Obviously, freaking idiots. Börja
0: um, <laughs> But so it might be racist against the Swedes. Like, if there is a Swede listening, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Well, that's laughs> Does that make funny. it better or worse? Was that that is that Mark Cuban or no? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I take responsibility. For I take full <laughs> responsibility for the fact that I don't care. I don't <laughs> care oof, at all. Oof. Yeah. Check it right there. The national Conroe Swedish community is going to be emailing us here in about an hour. <laughs> we're we're Swedish. are cutting your show. Berger I wish. <laughs> I wish. I'd have so much fun with that. all from pastries every episode. <laughs> Come get this Swedish dish. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't even know why I'm supposed to be mad at him. It just feels right. But I like the leadership because it parallels very closely to Urban Meyer, head coach of Ohio State University. He had a guy on his staff who was a wife beater. And no good. no good. That's a bad thing. He protected him for three years. He actually even said that the incident didn't happen that the wife made it up, took the husband's side. Photos have now come out. The wife it's
1: it's not good. It's real.
0: Now apparently she has some credibility issues. She's not a believable person, and so there were some people who were who weren't necessarily mad at there, first. There that, was
1: reason for doubt it wasn't just because she was a woman.
0: Right. And I want to like I wanna be really clear about this. There was a conversation I had online with some people today where you've got to give people the opportunity to be investigated. Like, if someone just comes forward and says something, like, so what's going on right now with the the Supreme Court nominee, uh, Brett Kavanaugh? you got to at least give an investigation an opportunity, one way or the other. No matter how you feel about the situation, you at least need to investigate it and get to the bottom of it before you decide one way or the other how you feel. Right, yeah. You need to hear the facts out. So I understand Urban Meyer, at least in the beginning, when she lacks credibility and he believes the guy he hired. I understand that a little bit, but what you need to do is instead of just taking his word for it, is investigated, And what he didn't do was that. Ohio State University looked into it. Urban Meyer starts asking questions like, is it possible to delete the messages from my phone? There might be stuff I want to get off of it. Can the media get a hold of the stuff that's on my phone right now? That's real suspicious. Yeah. Those aren't things you want to be told.
1: Yeah, People who don't have an automatic text solution who, to delete messages on purpose,
0: shady. <laughs> it is. It is shady. Uh, I've, got some, I've got some friends who do it, and the first thing I said to them was, why do you do that? And right, their yeah. answer, now d- Zach attack. His phone is actually set up to where delete stuff like quickly and he likes it that way because he has ADD and he gets distracted and he forgets so only the messages he's currently dealing with does he leave undeleted. That I understand.
1: Yeah, that's that, that But is, I've known him that is a system.
0: I know I've known him 25 plus years and he does have ADD. The man is a victim of his own brain. Um so that is believable. I don't believe Herbert Meyer has an intention problem. He's one of the most successful football coaches in college. right? He's got all kinds of national championships in his belt. Um, also, his own university and their investigation found him to be uncooperative and they found him to be unbelievable at times. They suspended him for three weeks.
1: That's never a good sign.
0: He came back this week and honestly when he came back, he took like the anti-Mark Cuban approach to this. Now that he's a leader of men. His job is to go into your house and tell you that your kid is going to succeed and grow into a good person by listening to Urban Meyer following Urban Meyer, playing football for Urban Meyer. And this is a guy who goes in the living rooms and tells you he's going to turn your player into a good man. Now you start hearing that he doesn't really believe victims of uh, domestic violence, and then you start hearing things. Now he did come forward this time and say, I should have fired her right away, but he messed it all up. He had a press conference where he read the statement, sounded like a jerk then. Right. Then when people started writing their op-ed pieces and people are going to kill you in the media in the beginning, you're always going to get that first hit. Always. Yeah. The first news cycle after bad news is always, what were you thinking? Right. We just killed Mike Tomlin for being a bad leader. And that's totally fair from us from this perspective. And that's the way it's going to be. Urban Meyer then responded though, and made it worse. He was already suspended. And instead of just shutting his mouth and letting it blow over, he got into it. He was like, they didn't they didn't suspend me because of this or that. They suspended me because it's a bad appearance. This is, I didn't even agree to the suspension. Like they made me do it.
1: Yeah, it's called suspension. It's not a, hey, I'm going to take three weeks off. Right.
0: It's not a vacation, bro. (laughs) Right. It's football season right now, and they played their first two games without you. What are you going to do? Right. Now, it's no coincidence that they're about to play a ranked team, and he's back. Like, that's that's shame on Ohio State. But. But he completely failed to live up to his responsibility. He completely failed to even acknowledge that. Because the reporter brought it back and said, "Hey, what about the uh, phone issues? What was that?" And he was like, "Well, I just i, I don't recall asking that."
1: That's never. I don't remember is almost never a good answer. No,
0: it's unacceptable. Even if you don't remember, give me the answer of. Listen, I don't really recall, but I don't know how to use like. Uh, there's issues and uh, yeah, but I'm old. I don't know how cell phones work. He's not even that old. He's like in his fifties, and when you look I'm at old. him, yeah, yeah. So, it was the anti-Mark urban It was the anti Cuban. And of right. those, I mean, you want your leaders to take responsibility. Right. Uh, you yeah. want them to be... You uh,
1: want them to be strong enough to face the facts.
0: Yes, you do. That's exactly correct. Um, well said, Nico. So, with that, we're going to jump out of here to a break. And when we come back, I think we might talk some eSports. Ooh,
1: exciting. The yeah. electronic
0: world. Stay tuned. It won't suck, I promise. Ball control. Ball Control. Welcome back to Ball Control featuring Corey DLG with the little brother, Nico. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're hearing us on 104.5, 106.1, The Sister Stations. We're streaming worldwide at Irelandstar.com. Check out facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. We do all of our stuff through them because we are, of course, proud members of Nerdthug Radio. Um. Yeah. Check us out. We also always want to thank RNA Sports for taking care of us. Big shout out to Rich. Uh, December eighth, two p.m. Rudy T. That's gonna be big. That's gonna be a big, gonna big, big, big. big. I'm excited about that. That's like a good Christmas gift. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. The heart of a champion. Never under. I'm gonna get that tattoo on my forehead. <laughs> That's how important it is. That even on your heart? No. 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 <laughs> it makes way more sense on your forehead. Uh huh. That obviously. way, everyone else can read it. I'll get it backwards on my forehead so they can read it. <laughs> Not even for me. <laughs> Me. It's my, its my gift to the world.
1: I'm gonna get it tattooed on the inside of my eyelids.
0: See, that's selfish. <laughs> I'm gonna get it on the outside so everyone else can see it. See, I'm a giver. You're a taker. <laughs> Jerk. Heart of a champion. <laughs> that's right. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. It was such a great quote because like they had just won and like he like they put a mic in front of his face and he's like he wants to like scream and yell and he's just like don't doubt us. Yeah, and I think that was the the run they came back uh, from a game seven. They won Game Seven, I think, twice in that playoff series in that oh playoff run. Nice. So it was a big deal. I think that the, I think it's like heart wrenching. I think the Knicks game was a Game Seven to win the title. So never underestimate
1: the heart of a champion. Never underestimate the heart of a champion.
0: So I promised you guys esports, and unlike uh, Urban Meyer, I deliver on my promises. Um. Oof. Yeah, we're just slinging it. Just taking shots at him. It's Urban Meyer. It's the Swedes. What's I don't. It's it, Pick who's the new target? Who's best? on the hit list? Yeah, right, yeah. Mike Tomlin. We're just we're making it. It's it's ugly today. Tony O'Brien. <laughs> it's it's Shade Thursday. I don't know. We're, we're one of those lame shows with gimmicks. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> who, who do we hate now? <laughs> who do we hate now? That should be the name of the segment. <laughs> who do we hate now? Uh. And right now it's Urban Meyer. It's Mike Tomlin. And it's the Swedes.
1: Um, <laughs> I think guess two very specific people <laughs> in all Swedes in all, <laughs> <laughs>
0: all the Swedes. Burge burge burge. Actually, we only hate them if they hate us. Like I'm right. just assuming they hate <laughs> us now. So, like they might be fine with it. They might agree that it's awesome to have the chef up Muppet Babies. They name another Swede in entertainment. <laughs> um, I don't think Fabio's Swedish. Uh, PewDiePie, there you go. Done. Is he Swede? Yeah, he's a Swede. Is he American or is he a Swede? No, he's a Swede. So he's like a Swede, Swede, Swede. Yeah. It's like suede Swede? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. He's a real suede boy. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Um, let's see, but does that even count? That's what we're going to talk about right here. So Ninja mm-hmm. is the first e-athlete. Is that what we're going to call him? The first e-athlete? E- well, I don't know, man. Like, they call race car drivers athletes. Like, I don't know, man. There's That takes precision and
1: skill. It does, but I don't So does video games.
0: Right, but it's not athletic. Like... Driving a car for eight hours isn't athletic like it's enduring and it's stressful same it's with video games right exactly, but it's not athletic like if if a five hundred pound man could do it if they wedged him into the car then i don't you, you can't convince me it's- it's athletic that's fair um but that being said uh e athlete anyway he's the first one on the cover of e s p n magazine that's a big deal it is a big deal it is a big deal this has been a long Slow-building trend for a very long time. Yeah. Um, just like the movie Rounders kind of legitimized the world that poker players were a real thing. And people started to realize, oh, my God, there are people who make their living playing poker. Like That's interesting. Um, e-gaming has kind of slowly evolved... Into this culturally acceptable thing. It's existed now for about 15, 20 years, though.
1: Yeah, it's been around for a long time. Uh,
0: there's been Street Fighter tournaments. There's been the, uh, what was the game that, uh, Counter Strike? Yeah. Counter Strike was the one that existed forever Yeah, with the tournaments. And I mean those guys are a, professional Counter Strike players. Those guys made 50, 60 grand a year playing tournaments. Right. Um, and then it's kind of evolved over time. Korea, for a long time, South Korea did the StarCraft two tournaments. Religiously,
1: Koreans still the best video game players on the planet. Yeah, they still
0: are. Actually, the Overwatch League is like ninety-eight percent. Yeah, Korean. it's mostly Korean. One woman, all Koreans. <laughs> like that's it. Um, and then like six Americans, and they're right, like, "What yeah. are we doing here?" Like no one speaks English.
1: The <laughs> European team made of eight Koreans.
0: He's one Swede, five Koreans, and they're right. trying to figure it out. And he's the guy who's got to learn the new language. He's like,
1: "Everyone, everyone
0: speaks Korean. Great." Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's got to learn Korean because none of them know what a croissant is. It's terrible. He's got like the worst gig ever. He's like, I thought I was going to be a pro player. Anyway, um, they were talking about just some of the math. So they do a whole article um, with him and they were doing some of the math. And essentially, it's speculated that he makes between half a million to over a million dollars a month between the Twitch and the streaming. A month. A month. <laughs>
1: Jesus. Well, the internet has
0: just changed everything. The economy of the internet has changed everything. Streaming music. You ready for this? Uh, there was an artist the other day. Uh, I'm gonna get this wrong. He was on one of the, excuse me. He was on one of the New York stations, and he basically talked about how a million streams gets you eight thousand dollars a month. Drake has 17 tracks doing a million streams a month, so he's averaging roughly three hundred grand a month. Just in streaming cash.
1: Right. This is zero every anything else.
0: Yeah. This isn't what he does. This isn't from the label. This isn't something else. This are our appearances. Just his tracks streaming on the internet. He gets $300,000 in the mail every month.
1: How dare you? Streaming is robbery. Right.
0: <laughs> well, uh, not anymore. <laughs> now that it's been legitimized. Now that the internet has been legitimized. Cause that's part of this, right? Like, before it was all free and stolen and it was just out thanks. there in the wild, Thank, wild west. Thanks, Al Gore. N- Napster. Uh, Metallica sued, the end. Everything's different, but now everything's changed, and there's still free models, there's still pay models, there's still this, there's still that, but now the artist gets paid. And you're talking about somebody like Drake making a lot of money.
1: Well, yeah, he's already a millionaire.
0: He's already a millionaire, but 300 grand in streaming is awesome. And so you talk about a guy like Ninja playing video games who played with Drake on some Fortnite here recently, uh, and he's doing anywhere between 500000 to $1 million a month. A streaming activity. Now he doesn't even necessarily compete aggressively. Like he's yeah, not a he's tournament player. He's not in leagues.
1: Yeah, which is that's why that's what I always find uh, found funny about this. Him being on the ESPN. I think it's just because of his clout more more or less.
0: He's probably the most famous gamer. I couldn't tell you anyone from the Overwatch League, and I watched the whole playoffs.
1: Right. Yeah, I can't either. I can I can name some of the teams, but like
0: right. And I think that that needs to change. And part of that, I don't mm, I don't know a way to say this another way they got to make the players more accessible, and if they're going to be foreign players, they need to do more to push their personalities out there. Right. They need to do a better job of developing a public persona for these guys because, like, I don't know any of them, and I should. Like, I would be excited to know because there's a Houston team.
1: Right, yeah. I'd love to know who the outlaws
0: are. No clue. No clue. None. None whatsoever.
1: I Um, think I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who met one of the guys. (laughs) Like... That's, well, the, that's the far as, the thing I've closest thing. Well, you know, to.
0: and we know the uh, we know the even you guys, and we talked to a lot of the people, and they want to do the watch parties, and we know a lot of the people involved in this turn, you know, behind the scenes, but
1: no one competing. Yeah, no
0: one competing. We haven't met any of them. Nope. And so, the e-sports stuff is definitely interesting. It's definitely growing, and it's going to continue. Like the people who've gotten involved, the like Red Bull, Mountain Dew, Samsung, your technologies, your sponsors—they're already there. Right, yeah. And once the sponsorship money starts coming in, once the checks get a little bit bigger, that's when people start paying attention to this stuff. And uh, you know, uh, for for Overwatch, Blizzard signed a massive streaming deal with Twitch, uh, where it was, uh, I believe it was half a billion dollars something for the something absolutely crazy for the for the streaming like Twitch exclusive they made like exclusive a,
1: yeah, rights for the stream for
0: the stream for the season, and so and it was just for the streaming stuff, so it can't stream anywhere but Twitch. But they could still put it on TV, and they did put it on a couple of this, Disney XD, uh, ESPN actually aired the championship,
1: which is cool because it, it's more of a like it's on ESPN now. It's not just like it's on ESPN nineteen only in Spanish at four in the morning. Like this is on ESPN.
0: <laughs> so I am glad you. I am glad you brought that up. I am glad you said it that way. The thing that solidified poker as I am going to use I am going to use the word sport here. I don't mean it. I don't want to I don't want to hear about as it as a
1: competitive game.
0: The thing that solidified poker as a sp- I'm gonna, it's a sport. It's a national sport. People want it called that. They're going to argue that. They're going to say it is. Was ESPN airing the World Series of Poker final table when Chris Moneymaker, a nobody from Noblesville, No Town, Massachusetts, I made it up, Chris Moneymaker won the World Series of Poker. Won something like $12 million. It's crazy. Uh, the next four years in a row, was a nobody who won it. It was, it was an amateur each time who won it. And every one of those was televised on ESPN. And the pots kept getting bigger, and the series kept getting bigger, because the idea became anyone can do this. And part of sports, what you don't realize, is the accessibility. The reason people loved football before everyone took a knee was because everyone can picture themselves in the helmet. But when black people started taking a knee... All of a sudden, it separated them from the white guy who pays to watch football. And then all of a sudden, there was the issue of, well, that's not me, and I don't agree with that. And that made it... Suddenly, last year, it was hard to watch football because people couldn't picture themselves as the players for the first time ever.
1: Right, yeah. now, um, there, now there's a rift in the system. Exactly.
0: And the reason basketball is growing and connecting with the youth is because the basketball players are young. They're, they are youth. LeBron James is the star of the NBA. He is 34 years old. He connects to the youth. He does it the Twitter... He does all that stuff, makes YouTube videos. When he got his record assist, Drake's in a Snapchat. So e-gaming is the next thing that's going to connect with all these people because it is these people. People can, oh, I could totally, I play video games. I could totally do that. I bet I could be that good if I practice. Right, yeah. And, and, it's,
1: and a lot of these people aren't even that old. They're, you know, 20, 22. I
0: know, and that, that's part of it that blows my mind, too, is the youth that they create this greatness out of this youth that they don't. I mean, how do you know that you're good at video games at 20? But then here you are on a national team, and you're playing for the Overwatch League or something, and it's just out of nowhere. right? Um, so all that being said, like, yeah, I think that's the future is that as soon as ESPN starts airing it, and people in vast worldwide markets start connecting to it and going, well, hey, my son Tammy plays video games, I bet, I bet he, this could be him. People already hire Fortnite coaches for their sons. That's weird. Right? People already hire coaches for their kids to play Fortnite.
1: Oh man. So people is.
0: there are people already who's seeing this is the next step and they're already trying to get ahead of the curve.
1: Ooh, this is this is this is an exciting time to live in. It is. This is the I've this is the wild west of it. My whole life.
0: <laughs> and like by the time you're 40 or 50, you'll care more about the Overwatch League than you'll
1: you'll ever care about the NBA. Right, yeah. I can't
0: even get you to play a basketball game. No. You don't even know know the rules. I don't know the rules.
1: It's Uh, so weird. The only thing I have is I have long arms.
0: That's true. I know. I keep telling you, you'd be great at sports because you have long arms, and you're just like, whatever.
1: I'm going to take a nap. (laughs) Take a nap with my nine-foot wingspan. (laughs) That's right. And we're going to go ahead
0: and take a nap during this commercial break, and when we come back, we got more ball control for you.
1: Ball control.
0: Ball Control. Welcome back to Ball Control featuring Corey DLG and little brother Nico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, as always, you hear us on 104.5, 106.1. They are the FM sister stations of Conroe. Or you're catching us streaming worldwide at com. The podcast drops at 6.01 p.m. Uh, we're awesome. You're not. Just keep up with us. Ooh. Yeah.
1: That seemed aggressive. Did it? It felt, it felt good. It felt real good. That's a stance. All right. It
0: is a stance. This is Ball Control is a show where we take stances. Like okay, hating um, the Swedes. Like we hate the Swedes. Well, we only hate the Swedes if they hate us. I want right. to clarify that position. My stance is a conditional stance. It's an if-then statement. If the Swedes hate us, then, then we, we hate, hate them. them. Yes, okay. that's... That's we conditionally hate the Swedes. Yes, we conditionally hate the Swedes. Uh, yes, we <laughs> are very disappointed in Urban Meyer, and we are also disappointed in Mike Tomlin. <laughs> um, Le that's Vion the list this week.
1: Le'Veon Bell still making money.
0: <laughs> Le'Veon Bell actually, he's getting fined. He's been fined one point seven million so far. Oh, good for him. But it's money that he doesn't get because right. he's not under contract, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just money he doesn't have. Got him. <laughs> it's not even a fine. It's just it's a game check he can't collect. <laughs> he's missed out on one point seven million. But he was recorded in Miami on a jet ski. So I don't think he cares.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't think he cares.
0: I think he's alright. I think he's made a decision. I think he's like, you know what?
1: I'm good. Jet ski. Jet ski.
0: <laughs> jet ski. Alright, so this week starts tonight. New York Jets at Cleveland, seven twenty PM. Nico, who you got?
1: Well, obviously, this, this is the game Cleveland wins.
0: <laughs> uh, listen, the Jets are 1-1. One one. They got a rookie quarterback. At some point, Cleveland figures it out. Or, if they don't, we at least kill the suspense of will they, won't they win to Thursday instead of Sunday. That's fair. So, we at least save ourselves three days of how will they lose. Um, will they tie again? Who knows? Oh, hey, they might. Right. Um, but, yeah, so, this is an interesting game to me because I think Tyrod Taylor is the best quarterback in the game which doesn't get said a lot. Um. Anyway, we'll see. I'm going <laughs> to go Jets. Oh, no. I'm going to go Jets by like 10 <laughs> points for reason. I feel like <laughs> Cleveland just – I f- don't
1: know. The last game they won relatively – they only <laughs> lost like, <by> like <laughs> three or something. Right. Like no,
0: they've been keeping it close, but I, I feel like I feel like they just wet they the bed. They tied
1: and only lost by like three. But Sorry. neither
0: one of them are prime primetime. This is primetime. Primetime is different. The Texans have been like good teams until they get to primetime games and then they wet the bed real bad. I feel like that's going to be Cleveland. I feel like they're going to get on the NFL network. All the eyes are on them. And then just explode violently. The eyes of the NFL are upon them. And then explode. And they, they crumble.
1: They, they crumble like dust in they the wind. Crumble like
0: a poorly made origami structure. I don't know.
1: Like the Spider-Man. Like the Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not going to be good. Um, Let's see here. Let's see here. Who are the Bills playing this week? That's that's
1: <laughs> where
0: Where's Cleveland 2.0
1: going? Right.
0: So Buffalo is going to be at Minnesota.
1: So put all your Minnesota guys on your fantasy team. Yeah,
0: so if you got some holes that you need to fill, injuries starting to stack up, uh, Leonard Fournette still may not play. And Minnesota is a good place to pick up some guys, so do that. Or the Jets, even, against Cleveland.
1: Just just, choose just choose between Cleveland and Cleveland 2.0.
0: Well, and San Francisco is
1: playing Kansas City. See, the real question, are the Bills worse than Cleveland? If they were to play each other, who would you take?
0: Right now I would take Cleveland. Mm, nice. Even though Cleveland hasn't won in over a year. You'd still take Cleveland. It's the Bills. it's it's eighteen games in a row of losing or not winning. So it's been eighteen games minimum since Cleveland's won. I would still take Cleveland over Buffalo right now, this instant.
1: Nice. And Buffalo made the playoffs last year. That's so sad. They
0: just they just took apart.
1: How do they blow up a team that badly? They, I mean, they just they were like they're like, hey, this team that did pretty good, let's just dismantle it. And so it with garbage. so
0: you don't follow sports, so you don't know some of this stuff. No. Philadelphia when they hired Chip Kelly to be their coach. The first two years, he had a general manager, and they won 20 games in two years. Yeah, it's That's good. It's, it's 10 wins, ten, 10 and 6 each year. That's good. Um, they fired the general manager, and they gave Chip Kelly full control year three. He immediately made a bunch of roster moves that didn't make any sense, and by the end of the next year, he was out of a job. Yep. And they lost, like, nine or ten games that year. He just he, – switched all kinds of people around and gave all kinds of money to the wrong people. Sometimes you bet on stuff you believe and you bet wrong. And that happens. Look, that happens. There's going to be... There's good football minds and bad football minds. You don't know who you got until they make the decisions. And once they make the decisions, then you know. Right. Buffalo's got a bad football mind. They got to figure that out. They got to figure that out and they got to move on quick.
1: I, I don't know why people have such a problem with stuff that works well.
0: Because sometimes they think they're smarter than it. So right now in New England, what's going on is Bill Belichick and Tom Brady both want full credit for the success of the last 15 years. They both want the credit. And so they're both trying to fight about legacy and doing like this Cold War BS. And my personal belief is is that it is Bill Belichick. But I also think Tom Brady is a top five, top ten quarterback. But the year he went down with his knee injury, Matt Castle came in and won 11 games right so if you can
1: if you can be replaced and still do that well like it not.
0: might not it might not mean that Tom Brady isn't the best quarterback ever, but it also means that someone else could come in and do pretty good, right, yeah, so someone
1: who's not the best quarterback ever can still pull out that many wins
0: and so a hard thing to do in sports, a hard thing to do in life as a man is to just say that both are correct,
1: <laughs> you are correct and you are correct right, wow, amazing, it's
0: a hard thing to do it's it's hard to say. Tom Brady's right, and Bill Belichick's right. Because everyone takes sides. Right, yeah. So it's impossible to, to get to the bottom of it and go. Obviously. Right. All right, so look at it here. Uh, wow, okay, Pittsburgh's at Tampa Bay for Monday Night Football. Oh, no. They're 0-2, and Tampa Bay is 1-1. And Tampa Bay has been good. They've I think, been I think, good. I
1: think this is the 0-3 for Pittsburgh, unfortunately. Man. I think, I think of what's his name. Head coach man can't get his life Mike together. Mike Tomlin yeah, can't get can't. his life
0: right. Monday Night Football is not the place to fall apart, though. Yeah. If you fall apart on Monday night, there's nothing for them to talk about on Tuesday except you falling apart. Right, yeah. Like, if you blow it on Sunday, you're part of the NFL story. But there's, there's 12 other games. But if you blow it on Monday Night Football with the eyes of the NFL upon you, you Thursday, are. Monday, and Sunday night; those three games, you're the only person everyone's watching. Oh. You can't lose those games.
1: You really can't. Like, uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be a wake up call, I think.
0: All right, I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna, young Nico's uh, Tampa Bay's gonna win. We're gonna go Tampa Bay. Uh, important to us, Tennessee's at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's gonna squash them. The Giants are here at Houston. It's at home.
1: Oh, it's our first home game. Yeah,
0: right? finally yeah. after three weeks in the NFL, third week, three first home game. We need to win this game, and we should win this game. The Giants have not looked good, and they go on the road all the way here to Houston. This should be us. Um, The Chargers are going to be at the Rams.
1: That's what you said last.
0: I know, I know. Shut up. Um, Andy's going to be at Philly. That should be a beating. Philly should just whip Andy like a small child. Like, it's just inappropriate.
1: (laughs) This is uncomfortable. I am sad.
0: (laughs) People should turn the TVs off. That's how bad it should be.
1: <laughs> turn it back on just to peek at the score. Right, like on. a train wreck. Like
0: they only kind of want to. They only they, they, they like, do oh, want to watch, that but that they like, don't
1: want to watch. Like how bad? Oh, it's real bad. Oh god! Oh god!
0: Uh, Oakland, John Gruden, the new head coach, ten the ten year one hundred million dollar head coach. Mm-hmm. He's zero and two, and he's going to Miami. Who is one and one? Mm. Um, Bet on mm. the underdog. No, it's hard to win on the road, and they travel all. They travel across the country from Oakland all the way to Miami.
1: That's real far.
0: It is, and it's—athletes athlete. are such creatures of, like, habit and comfort. I don't know, man. I don't know.
1: I don't know, dude. I don't know.
0: They need a win, though. Like, if they go 0-3, it's that's
1: time never, to start asking questions. It's never a good feeling. It's
0: not. And here's the thing. You can lose six games in the NFL. Like, you can go 10-6, and okay? But if you go 0-3, and then you go 10-3, and that's real weird. Like, that doesn't happen. Usually by now you start to, like, look good if you're going to win. Right. Green Bay's at Washington. Aaron Rodgers may not play. They're a little worried about his knee. He played a little bit last week. I don't know. Man, I don't that's another weird one. There's a lot of stuff in the air. I don't know anything. This is the worst sports show ever. <laughs> uh, sports are hard. I don't know. Sports are hard. New England's at Detroit. Uh they're gonna win. <laughs>
1: that's just obvious. Yeah,
0: they're they're gonna win. Um Dallas is at Seattle. Seattle just had a bad game on primetime. They're not gonna do that again. They're gonna they're gonna beat Dallas. Dallas is going to be one and two. And then people are going to start... Yeah, they realize like,
1: Dallas is bad.
0: I just don't like their quarterback play. They just don't have good quarterback play at Dallas. And they don't. And they,
1: lost, they lost the promo like a couple years ago. They right?
0: did. And they think Ezekiel had, had a really great first year. But that first year, also, the running back ran for almost <laughs> 2,000 yards. Jesus. So, if there's a guy cutting the field up, it usually helps to make you look better. And then right, they've yeah. just gotten rid of the receivers. There's no one to catch the ball over
1: there. That's always that's always like those are like super relevant positions. How are these not failed?
0: The only team I've ever seen uh, there's two teams. There's two teams where I've seen make it with no receivers, but the quarterback still just puts up numbers and you're always like, What what's going on? Uh New England. So they just picked they just traded for Josh Gordon. and That's their twentieth wide receiver transaction this year. Oh. This year. Oh. And Tom Brady is still Tom Brady.
1: <laughs> and then he's just Tom Brady, you Yeah.
0: Uh Seattle. I don't like. I've never liked any of their receivers. Doug Baldwin is their best guy, and he's not any good. Mediocre at best. And like when when their receivers ask for money, they wind up going other places. Like they don't resign them. <laughs> they're just like, hey,
1: you, you can I get some more money? And They're like, nah, no, you, can go, yeah, nah bye. No, you no, yeah, no, we're okay.
0: <laughs> we're all right. <laughs> we can do it without you. <laughs> that's ingen- like it doesn't cost them anything because they're not anybody special. But Seattle, they win. They win. Defense wins games. So well and, and Russell Wilson makes it. In. I mean, he throws these guys though. Like he throws three hundred yards, two hundred yards. But it's like to nobody. <laughs> it's like he's catching it. I don't know.
1: Like I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> throws to like throwing to Joe Schmo. Over there. Right. But other
0: teams can't do that. Other other teams don't do that. They get receivers. You no. Know, the Texans have two good receivers right now. They've got Deshaun Hopkins and Will Fuller.
1: Other teams. what, what are they doing?
0: Well, Will Fuller's already. My fantasy stuff, he's blowing up. He's already exploding, dude. Oh, yeah. He got me 30 fantasy points last week. Nice. I'm telling you, when him and Deshaun Watson play together, it's like it's magic. Points. It's points. Oh, oh, it's magic. The problem is, Deshaun Watson's young, so he made some bad decisions at the end of the game. Yeah. That's the stuff we're going to have to teach him to outgrow. Right. But he's in the meantime, he's new. He's new. That's all it is. He's new. All right. So is that it, Nico? We yep. up against it? Yep. All right, so all that being said, I think the Texans are going to win. I think the Cowboys lose. Those are really important ones.
1: Yeah, those but are the relevant ones. Those are ones.
0: Indy takes a beating, Cleveland takes a beating. Buffalo Bills, takes a beating. Bills always lose. Is this Bills, Bills, <laughs> Bills always lose. That should be like the theme of the show. The Bills always lose. Man, I just like I feel bad cuz they did go to the playoffs last year, but they just dismantled They're not going to go to the playoffs this No, and they gave away everybody for nothing. For <laughs> nothing. Um yeah, you ever
1: just watch something just so mismanaged it just explodes in your hands, I,
0: like to the point that it makes me think of the banking crisis a few years back, like <laughs> just where everything kept going wrong and wrong and wrong and wrong. I feel like that's Buffalo, and I don't know, I don't know why they did it, but they did. Like, I, th- I think they're were like we're tired of semi-success. W- <laughs> time to time to die, <laughs> right? They went eight and eight a bunch of times, and they finally made the playoffs first time in like thirteen, fifteen years, and then now it's like <laughs>
1: and they were like, what if we just didn't go back? Right
0: now that we've been here, I don't. Really it <laughs> so uh that being said I know, to go,
1: go, 16. I know
0: you're gonna miss us when we jump out of here thank you everybody for listening uh this has been ball control with Corey and nico dlg ball control